0: Hi, this is Bruce Buffer, and you're listening to the Broughts and Beard Podcast. Welcome back, tailgaters. I'm very excited to announce our guest this week. She is a very accomplished sports media personality, and you've definitely seen her on some of the Fox Sports shows. The Joy Taylor Show, Speak, The Herd with Colin Coward, and Skip and Shannon Undisputed. She also has her own podcast, Maybe I'm Crazy, and yesterday was her birthday. So please help me wish her a happy birthday and welcome
1: Joy Taylor to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. I've been at Fox for seven years now. Oh, wow.
0: Wow. That's uh, any, any plans on leaving or are you good for, for at least short term there? <laughs> that, that's no, what you're no. leading with, just
2: that scoop? <laughs> just,
0: just the big announcements. Let's get them over with.
1: <laughs> no, I'm going to be, having to be here for a while. Um, obviously we just launched Speak at the beginning yeah. of this football season. So I'm very excited about how the show has gone and um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be here awesome. for a while.
0: And you just turned 25 yesterday. So still, still nice and young, you know.
1: No, you know what? I'm not, I'm not an ageist. I'm I'm 36. It's on Google anyway. So there's no point in lying about it. But I also don't, I I think it's weird. Like when people are are like, oh my, as soon as I turned 36, everyone was like, oh my God, you're almost 40. I was like, I'm actually not almost 40. I'm I have four (laughs) years, which is quite a significant amount of time before I'm 41. But also it's it's a blessing to grow old. Like it's a good thing to get older. So I don't know what like everyone's so afraid of. I'm like, yeah. I, I guess maybe if like you're not doing what you want to do at your, at a certain age that can, can cause, you know, some anxiety about getting older, but like getting older in itself, like another year of life is a good thing. Good thing. Yep. So I don't, I'm like, I'm fine. I'm 36. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't about it. Uh, I'll be all right.
0: I, I uh, saw I'm your 36 Instagram post. So I figured you weren't, you, you weren't too shy about it. So, <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> um, so, so a couple, uh, just questions right off the bat. So, I mean, I, I know obviously you've done some work with Skip and Shannon. Um, how many headaches on average do you have to deal with and And how many like ibuprofens are you popping per week? Uh,
1: <laughs> well, actually on that show, when I was doing that show, um, which was, I started on that show six almost six years ago. Um, It was such a different lifestyle altogether. We we kind of joke about it because I have the same hair and makeup crew that worked on that show that works with me now on Speak. And we had to get up at 3.20 in the morning. They had to get up earlier than me, but I had to get up at 3.20 in the morning to get to work for the four o'clock meeting on on the lot to do that show. So- 3:20. 3:20. I do like 3:20 is the middle of the night. Really, it's not the morning. Nobody gets yeah. up at 3:20. <laughs> it's the middle <laughs> of the night, and then we would do the show, and then the show would be over at nine, and then I would come home, and I would take a nap and sleep till like noon, and then go to the gym or like run whatever errands I need to run that day, and then watch whatever game is on that I need to watch, and then go back to sleep and be in bed like not getting in bed like us like with the covers on like okay it's night night (laughs) at 9 p.m every night of the week so it was just it was just such a routine and you had to do a routine or you just wouldn't survive it's just too it's too early of a show it's too in your face of a show high energy like there's no being hungover. there's not really a whole lot of being sick um So it was just, it was just a surreal, like, I always do like, I blacked out, like, I don't know (laughs) how I just went into this, like, okay, like, I'm just going to click my brain into this other mode of just being a machine during the week, because your whole life just revolves around sleep. So the schedule alone for doing that show is just such a different lifestyle, even from doing like a different lifestyle from doing Herd. And certainly now, because, you know, my show now is much later in the afternoon, Mm -hmm. but you know, working with Skip and Shannon, particularly when I started on the show, because I started on the show when we launched the show.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it was a very big deal that Skip had left first take in ESPN and come to FS1. And now we have Colin and we have Skip. And now yeah. Shannon is here. And, you know, it's just Shannon's first venture into this, you know, opinion space. He would obviously done television, but not this type of show. So it was a very big deal, just around the business, and it was a big launch. You know, multiple commercials and Morris Chestnut, and you know all this this marketing stuff. And we went to New York, and we went to the U.S. Open, and we went to the you know NBA Finals and the Super Bowl. And so it was just a it was just a really big big show, the Mayweather McGregor fight. And it's it was a great great experience for me, and we also just had a lot of fun because it was. You know, it, everything kind of aligned. You know, the Cowboys went on that crazy streak yeah. where they won all those games in a row, and you know, it it, it was really a fun, fun time. The, the interesting thing about doing that show for me when I was doing it was, um, it, it, there is such a formula to doing a debate show. You know, mm. you have to really, you really have to do that show a certain way, mm. and that it's very, it's very much more uh, technical, I guess, than I think people watching the show would realize because you got to hit certain breaks and like, they'll just go on. They'll just keep going and going. (laughs) We got to do a commercial here. Like I got to put a pin in it. Like we'll we'll do another show tomorrow. So you have to be very, when you're in studio, it's obviously a little different when you're doing it um, remote, but when you're in studio, you have to be really engaged Mm -hmm. with both of them when you're doing the show. So, you know, I, I think it was a different show when we first launched and um it was, it it was fun. I I really enjoyed my time working on that show and it really helps me doing live television and especially doing all those remote shows that we did where, you know, stuff is just not going to go the way it's supposed to go. (laughs) uh, We've a controlled environment in studio. So it was, it was a great experience for me.
0: That's awesome. Do you have any, like, I guess out of all the shows that you worked on and are currently working on, uh, do you have any that like, I don't want to say are your favorite to, to do, obviously um, having like your own show, your own podcast, things like that are are pretty awesome. So I'm sure you might favor those a little more, but do you have like either favorite like episodes or like guests that have been on, or uh, I guess, take me through that. Or like that viral moment.
1: Yeah. yeah. All those shows that I mentioned on Undisputed, you know, going, we were like on the road, on the road Mm -hmm. for Undisputed, which was, which was really cool just to get out and do, shows in different environments you know doing shows from aaron hills for the us open and then doing the mcgregor shows and the super super bowl shows are always really fun too um and and then also just kind of sharpens your experiences because it, it can get when you're doing a daily show it's it, like i said it's very routine mm-hmm. so it can it shakes you up a little bit, you know, to go and do a show like a that that type of show in front of an audience where you know it might be raining or like there's just like stuff going on and the printer's not working or whatever. You know, it really develops you as a as a personality and as a as a host. And you know, my background was mostly in radio before I came to FS1. I did work with CBS Sports, but that was also in studio. Mm -hmm. So you know it was those shows were always really fun with undisputed with herd, you know, we went through a lot of crazy stuff. I my time on the herd, I was there for three years. You know, obviously we did four months of three hours a day with no sports no. during the pandemic, which was That's crazy, brutal. Yeah, and I still don't know. I don't remember what we talked about. I mean, yeah, I, Colin and I joke about it sometimes, and I say the same thing. I'm like, I, I, I just blacked out. Like, I don't. I don't know what we did. We did that's a uh, The Hurt is a very long show for television. Like most television shows are not three hours long. So to fill that much time when you don't have any games and we didn't take any time off.
2: Yeah, that's crazy.
1: That was really crazy. And that also, I think, I think in the end, it it helped Colin and I do a better show together because we really had to trust each other and we weren't in studio together either mm-hmm. for, the, for that time. So yeah,
0: that's like the
2: most unique experience
0: that you could possibly
1: have. <laughs> yeah, wow. it was it was a lot. Um,
2: Especially when it's something like that, where you know there's that feedback between the two of you. So if you're not in studio and the vibe's just not there, just, you know, that remote thing, it's something that you had to learn, I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, and, and we kind of had to learn, you have to learn the technology too. Like you have to learn how much of a delay, you really listen to each other's cadence. Because when you're in studio, you can, the cadence matters also, you know, when to jump in, when someone's finishing a thought, you develop that the more that you do a show with someone, but when it's, you know, over this, you kind of got to give an extra little pause, you know, so you don't speak over each other. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that was, that was a whole, we had like, I had like my computer up and then I had a separate computer with him on Skype so that he could like see me. So he could see my reactions because I could see him, but he couldn't see me. And then I was using <laughs> the radio equipment to do the show because it's a radio show. So it, the sound, the audio needed to go through the, the at-home radio equipment. It couldn't go through Skype because wow. of the delay and the and the air quality. It was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> when we <laughs> were like, we can go back in studio, I was like, I'm good. Take, yeah. the <laughs> I'm ready.
0: Immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, so, so when you're, I mean, I guess like being like a media personality, like, do you ever think about how much is can't uh, cancel culture, like in the back of your head? Like, I mean, at any given moment, somebody can be canceled for, for some little slip up. Um, I, I know obviously, um, there was some, some stuff with Skip and Shannon, uh, going on. Obviously that wasn't necessarily canceled culture, um, type of thing, but, but definitely controversy there. Um, Uh, i guess how much of that is in the back of your head as you're kind of like going through these shows or your podcasts
1: i think i think the reality that you can become the main character of the day like that's that's sort of the thing like you guys have all seen the tweet like twitter as a main character every day the goal is to not be that main character i think i think restraints when you're doing any type of show or any type of platform is important to have like the balance of being authentic and being yourself and giving your thoughts in a way that is respectful and nuanced, particularly with what we do, because we have lots of shows that people are completely unhinged and that's just what the show is. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about real human beings who are doing things at the highest level that they can be done at. So, I think there's a certain level of respect that you should maintain with that anyway you know mm-hmm. i I feel very proud about what I've done with my career and the position that I'm in, and you know I feel pretty uh, safe in in those accomplishments. but I also respect that you know there's these are one percenters mm-hmm. of you know people the worst, guy in the league is still a thousand million times better than the best college player. You know, like that's just, there is some level of awareness that you have to have about that. And just when we're giving opinions about things that aren't necessarily on the field, that you're still talking about human beings at the end of the day. So I, I've always maintained that reality and and respects whenever I'm speaking, but it's also, it's, 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 you can step in it. You know, nobody's perfect. We're doing live shows you can get emotional or you can say something that you wouldn't necessarily you'd maybe want back. Mm-hmm. Um, and that happens because that's, that's what we do is we give our opinion. But I think with cancel culture, and I have lots of thoughts about cancel culture, <laughs> you, could do, you could do the whole you know interview about that, but I think it's more about consequences than it is necessarily canceling. I think nobody wants to be dragged. Like that's, yeah. That's fair. Like nobody wants to be dragged and that's understandable, but sometimes there's accountability that has to be taken for things that you say. And sometimes it's like, yeah, well, the people that are mad have a right to be mad about what you've said yeah. or what you've done. And I, I think as a, as public figures in general, you're held to a different standard because you have a platform mm-hmm. And, and I, I don't like using the word fair. I know I just said it, but I, I don't like using the word fair because life isn't fair. And there's exchanges, you know, like if you don't want people to listen to what you say, don't speak yeah. on a platform. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: know? So yeah.
1: Um, it is, I will say like it, it is there, but I don't think it's a bad thing to be aware of what it is you're saying. Yeah. I don't like the idea that you should be able to say and do whatever you want and no one's allowed to have a reaction to it. That's Mm -hmm. more of my, like, that's my nuance level to the cancel culture conversation is, if you say something that I don't like, you're free to say what it is you said. Yeah. But am I also not free to not like what you said?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And am I also <laughs> not free to be like, okay, well, I don't like him anymore because of what he said, so I'm not gonna buy. So I'm
0: not gonna, yeah.
1: His salsa, yeah. you know, so, yeah. I don't like him anymore. <laughs> no. So, like, that's, I, I, that's the part where I always get into the, like, I get stuck with people who are so, like, so anti anybody saying anything that they're offended about. I'm like, I don't understand. Yeah. You're free. I'm free. We're both just free. Yeah. Just say it, and I'm. But then I'm not free to not like it. Yeah. <laughs> Why, why does the freedom stop with with yeah. what's said and done? That's I mean, the part that confuses me. Now, what I don't like is this mob mentality of oh, everyone's just dumping on this person, so let me jump into even though I don't really feel compelled or offended or engaged with what's yeah. going on. That yeah. part I find to be ridiculous. But yeah. you know, I don't think I don't I, I don't I don't live with the uh, idea. That there's no accountability for anything
0: yeah and um, I, I think twitter's kind of ruined that too i mean anybody can say anything and get away with anything on twitter and that definitely brings out the mob mentality in everyone once somebody says something or retweet you get those something. twitter yeah. eggs yeah
1: yeah <laughs> yeah well i mean those look, twitter eggs in your mentions the internet is <laughs> the internet has had a lot of great effects on society and it has a had a lot of terrible effects on society so it's. I think everyone, no matter who you are, you have to find the line that you want to walk
2: mm. with social
1: media and with the internet and how you want to approach the feedback that you, that you get on there. Because really as humans, we're not designed to get this much feedback about ourselves. Yeah. We're just not, we're not supposed to be told 10,000 times a day, how beautiful we are. Just mm. like, we're not supposed to be told 10,000 times a day that we're hideous and belong, you know, in on some Island somewhere. Like yeah. it's just not. It's not normal to hear mm-hmm. this much about yourself positive or negative and that's why I think it's best to just kind of ignore all of that kind of feedback that isn't about accountability that's just noise mm-hmm. because that's when you start to get too attached to people yeah. that never speak to you if they came across you in public anyway. Definitely.
0: No, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a crazy thing to navigate and I can't even I mean Obviously, I don't have um, a, a lot of followers, so I'm sure it's very crazy for, for you to navigate and for a total different experience. But um, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's that, that, that's awesome. Um, so with with the NFL playoffs coming up, obviously, you can tell Anthony is a very big Dallas Cowboys fan. Um, I think he just bought that stuff because they usually are losing by now. So he's uh, he's trying to rep all of his brand new gear.
2: Um, you know, the pro shop was having a sale. It was, you know, <laughs> that day after playoff sale, and I went in there and took advantage of it. <laughs> do you have, Joy, do, do you have,
0: like, any teams that you're specifically watching, any storylines that, that you're really paying attention to? Like, is there anybody that you're you're cheering for? Or?
1: I I find the Brock Purdy situation in San Francisco to be really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I live in hollywood so mm-hmm. it feels almost too crazy to be true disney storyline
0: right here yeah, yeah. that's the
1: literal <laughs> like not just a sixth round pick or something like the yeah. the literal mr irrelevant Yep, is the quarterback for the san francisco 49ers and they are the best like the best team or you could—I mean, you can argue the Eagles, obviously, yeah. of course, but <laughs> don't A- don't get
0: Anthony going on that. but
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, but they're just—they're—they're—they're. They're, they're, I mean, you can't deny how many games they've won, and it's just—he's yes. just, just incredible. Um, I think every team in, that's left now uh, has an interesting story to them. Mm-hmm. I, I was looking at the the schedule this weekend because around this part of the the postseason, we start looking at like, okay. What would be like the worst matchup yeah. you know, for, for us to cover like selfishly, yeah. you know, if our if our teams are out, which obviously, you know, both of my teams are out at this point. And there really isn't there really isn't a bad one. Like there's mm-hmm. there's teams that could end up in the Super Bowl that not have the most stars, but everybody has an interesting layer to them. Like if yeah. the Cowboys made the Super Bowl, first of all, not only would it be complete mayhem, uh, but it'd also be kind of, you know, historic because it's been so long. but uh, you know it's it would just be mayhem if the cowboys made the super bowl yeah let's
0: hope hope that doesn't happen but uh. yeah
1: my mom's a cowboys fan so i'm very used to that experience (laughs) um i mean and then you have eagles the eagles and jalen hurts and you know i think he's just an incredible story and i I love watching him play you know you have mahomes and burrow and you know is josh allen gonna you know eventually make it this this season and their Mm -hmm. season obviously has been you know an incredible roller coaster for all kinds of different reasons so yeah. I, I think we got really lucky as fans like if your team's not in it it's it's really a great lineup this weekend and yeah. i think we're going to end up with a pretty awesome super bowl no matter how it turns out
0: yeah it should be uh should be fun to watch who are your two teams i know you said they're both out right now who who are your two teams
1: so i grew up in pittsburgh so okay. i was you know i was born and raised as a a steelers fan but i've obviously watched the dolphins and covered the dolphins for a long time and yeah. uh, for a while for the longest time my move was to like root for the dolphins early in the season and then once they were out of it which was usually pretty early <laughs> then i kind of just slide over to my Steelers fandoms yes. because so they're always in the postseason and now as of late it's kind of been the yeah, other the way other wire. so yeah um but I, I like the direction that the Steelers. you know the end of the season i thought was very positive even though they didn't make the postseason you know finding out that you have a, a guy in kenny pickett is huge you know knowing yeah. that you have somebody that you can build on mike tomlin's obviously an incredible coach so i think they're going to be much improved next season dolphins i still have a ton of questions about yeah. <laughs> But what else is new? <laughs> and uh, yeah, so so we'll, we're we're on to next season for both of those teams. But okay,
0: okay. Well, obviously, Anthony's a diehard Cowboys fan. I'm uh, I'm from Wisconsin, so I'm a Packers fan. But my childhood team, which I would say is my overall favorite team, is, is the Titans. So that's kind of who I grew up on. So I had some heartbreak on both of those um, in the last week of the season, but you know, that's fine uh (laughs) no 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 hard there's still
2: room still room for for you to go for the cowboys this year there's still some some room left on the the train the cowboys
1: bandwagon (laughs) is always open that's why people get so mad at cowboys fans although i will say there are most of the fans that i know that are truly insanely hardcore are cowboys fans you guys are very very loyal
0: he's got a tad on him so i'll give him that loyal or stupid
1: Um, I don't. You know, I think the frustration with the Cowboys is that the Cowboys always seem to get in their own way. Like I don't think that the Cowboys are a bad team this year. I think they have everything they need to make a Super Bowl run. But I think everyone also feels like they're going to find some way to mess this up. Like this should be a competitive game this weekend. It's not like the Niners are unbeatable. Yeah. You know, Uh,
2: but. I mean the Seahawks made it a game so halftime.
1: Yeah. I don't know about those like to halftime games. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like, <laughs> oh like, we scored some points though. You know, if you, if it's a game in the last two minutes, like all right. But yeah. um yeah, the 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 Seahawks were not on their level. I okay. think that the Cowboys can be, but they've just got to play their, their best game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Dak has to throw to the guys wearing uh his his jerseys. That's that's gonna be the key, I think.
2: But I mean he did bounce back, you having probably one of his worst games against Washington to having a career game, you know, throwing for four, running for one, and you know, just as pitcher perfect 305 yards as he could get.
1: He had an awesome game. You can't take that away from him. He he and, and I don't know why that's really that surprising. We've seen Dak <laughs> have awesome games before. It's just this through the through the back part of this season, Dak's really turned the ball over a lot and whether it's his fault or it's you know tips, you know it's the receivers not being you you know as caring as much about taking care of the ball. I don't know, but I don't think you're going to win like that against San Francisco if you play the way you played against the Bucks. Sure, why yeah. not?
2: But yeah, I, I think with San Francisco, the Bucks, every the, extra the, point the, the, the
1: Niners' defense is not the Bucks' defense.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Just got a point, Anthony. Good luck.
1: <laughs> uh, I trust me. I am.
2: I am well aware of the the odds against us, and you know.
0: So, okay. so so Joy, your brother is obviously Hall of Fame defensive end Jason Taylor. I guess growing up with Jason, like, what was that dynamic like? Was there like sibling rivalry? Like, what was it like to kind of watch him through his career, and what kind of like inspired you, um, kind of in your career?
1: Well, he's twelve years older than me, mm-hmm. so. Um, I went to all of his college games and then when he, well, all but one, and when he went to the league, obviously he was in Miami and I'm in Pittsburgh and this is 90, you know, seven. So he, you know, we would travel to see him, uh, and the games that were, you know, around the area and we'd go down, you know, during the holidays or whatever to see him, but he, our dynamic has changed. Like as I've gotten older, he was like very, very protective of me when I was a teenager, like very crazy. Um, And then, like you know, as we, we have our have had our best relationship now that I'm. Um, you know, grown and he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's given up on, you know, trying to tell me what to do all the time, which is, which is fine. Like I, he was totally right. Like I was a complete nightmare in my early twenties and he was, he was totally right. Like, you know, I was young and thought I knew everything and I didn't know anything at all, which sounds like everybody who's young. Um, But he really, one of the things that I learned from watching his career is he's a very intentional person. He and I have a lot in common personality wise, but I am a little more crazy than he is. Um, He's, he's very, very, uh, he's very LeBron like with things like, you know, like LeBron has done an incredible job with his brands and relationships and, um, you know, whatever you think of LeBron, his career, whether he's a goat or not. I think one of the most remarkable things about LeBron is that he has been in the spotlight since he was 16 years old. Yeah. And, I mean, who among us could handle that the way that LeBron has? Like, I I don't care what kind of critics you are of LeBron, like just keep it keep it keep it real. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. And I think that, you know, on a on a smaller scale, obviously, Jason has always been very, very taking his job very seriously and his role in the community very seriously, and his role as a role model very seriously. And I think that's something that definitely stuck with me from watching his career is just how people respond to, you know, when they got to meet him or work with him or, you know, even just media guys that would interview him, you know, that he would always take time for people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important because it's it's easy to get annoyed, especially, you know, I mean, you're losing games you know, you're having a rough season. You have something personal going on. It's easy to just allow that to spill over to other people and, you know, affect a relationship. Because you know, you yeah, yeah. you sometimes you only have one opportunity to leave an impression with someone. Mm-hmm. And he was always very intentional about that. So I, I that's something that I've definitely taken tr- tried to take with me in my career is, you know, it's more. It's not just about treating people well. It's really about taking time to be intentional about yeah. things. And that's something that he definitely does.
0: Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Did you, Um, I guess, did you grow up playing sports?
1: Yeah, I ran track yeah. and played basketball the longest. I started in like fifth grade, fourth okay. or fifth grade, running track and playing basketball. And then I also played soccer and volleyball in high school. So in high school, I played four sports. Oh, wow. And then I ran track uh, my freshman year of college. Okay.
0: That's awesome. So very athletic. <laughs>
1: Not anymore. Now I'm a, now I'm Pilates queen.
2: Yeah. But, uh,
1: I, I tore my ACL playing soccer at a in a women's league in Miami. I think it was like, I guess it must've been 11 years ago now. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. It was, it was 11 years ago. Um, but I love soccer. I, it was my, I don't want to say it was my favorite sport, but I really did love the physicality of soccer, yeah. Which sounds kind of funny because people are like, "Oh, like a flop and whatever." But you know, if you've ever played soccer, it is it's, it is a very physical sport. And uh, you know, I like to talk trash, and you know, I was a, a dirty player, so yeah, we got some fights. Um,
0: were you defense, or where were you on the soccer field?
1: No, I was a striker. Striker. But, okay. Um, but that didn't stop me from getting into some trouble. Yeah, we had a, we had a couple bench clearing fights. <laughs> we, weren't that, we weren't that good, but we just we were like always just brawled. I yeah it was, it was more fun you know yeah <laughs> always down, like, you guys are not supposed to be fighting <laughs>
0: oops, oops. <laughs> oh no that's awesome I uh I, I mean I can kind of relate I, I mean I play basketball um just for fun and last year I tore my Achilles twice oh! um yeah so it was a, it was a fun year of two surgeries so it's a good time but uh never yeah, that, again yeah never I, again. I might be it's, double playing basketball
1: <laughs> yeah it's I, I've thought like I've had you know thoughts about that every once in a while I'm like man I was like I was in such good shape and like it's so fun and then I just think about that ice machine that I got to yeah. put on my knee and driving to rehab yeah. three times a week <laughs> on top of your full actual job that yeah. you have to do and if you don't do it you'll never like walk properly again I'm like no I'm good yeah, it, it sucks
0: it is it is a lot well, if you don't mind, can we do a quick, like, rapid round of questions? Um sure. So, all right, I'm going to run through um, some. Some of them are like either ors, and some are like favorites, things like that. But uh, yeah. beer or wine? Wine. Wine. Brats or burgers?
1: I love brats. Uh, I don't eat hot dogs ever, but I will. I'll eat a brat. Brats. Um, I'll, I'll go burger. I, I eat burgers more than brats. Okay.
0: Okay um what's your like dream place or like favorite place to travel
1: i mean i I love going to miami i'm in miami a lot um mm-hmm. but my favorite place so far that i've been that i traveled to is uh marrakesh in morocco
0: oh wow okay um what's your favorite u.s city miami favorite-
1: <laughs> well yes i love going to miami obviously but and, and new york is a favorite too but really my favorite place to go is new orleans
0: okay Love that. Um, What are you watching right now on Netflix, if anything?
1: So I just, (laughs) I just randomly started uh, Vikings Valhalla. Oh, okay. How is Uh, it? It's good. I like it. I, I, I just needed something. Like I was I literally turned on Netflix. I was like, I have like a couple hours to kill. Like, let me find something to watch. I need to like do White Lotus. I'm yeah. I'm working through succession. Like I have oh
0: wow, yeah, you got know
1: about the shows. <laughs> but I just wanted something to watch. So but I I'm a couple episodes in on on Vikings.
2: Both of those now, you are, are very good shows. That... If you start a series, you have to finish it, or is there something that you started and you're like, yeah, no, this isn't for me.
1: If I don't like it, I won't finish it. Like I, I started Emily in Paris and I really liked it. And then the more I kept watching it, I was like, oh, so she just keeps doing dumb stuff every episode. And then <laughs> that's just what it is. I was like, no, I can't. Like, I, I love the Paris, like I love Paris. I love seeing all of like the French stuff, but I was like, I can't, this girl's making too many bad decisions. I couldn't be friends with her. Um,
0: um, does pineapple belong on pizza? No. <laughs> uh mimosas or bloody mary's
1: i like both but i can only have one bloody mary oh, and wow. i can drink an unlimited amount of
2: mimosas. <laughs> Bottom- bottomless mimosa brunches <laughs> yes uh skip or shannon
1: oh no i can't <laughs>
0: all right all right i won't <laughs> i won't do that um what's your uh, favorite instagram or twitter account you follow
1: uh i mean it's definitely not my favorite but if i like if i'm going to reveal something about myself um i am a i do follow dr pimple popper oh, okay. and i am one of those weirdos that watches like her drain oh. weird gooey stuff out of people's heads. <laughs> i uh Ooh.
0: i can't say i enjoy the same thing as you
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> one Hillary of my guilty a like
2: miles away from her office right
1: Oh really? I yeah. I love I love. I I have to be in the mood, but like if it's some weird satisfaction to like watch her do it. I don't actually like doing those myself to people. Like some people are like, oh, like please let me pop your pimple. I don't. Yeah. I'm not like I'm like touching people that much, but <laughs> I, I I like watching that. But one my like guilty pleasure on the internet is to see people have these like ridiculous dumbass conversations. Sorry, I don't know if you can curse. Yeah, dumb <laughs> conversations about. Relationships, and uh, then seeing everybody argue in the in the comments, I never yeah. participate. But yeah. it's all it's that it's it's fascinating to me. I'm like, why do you care? <laughs> it doesn't uh, apply to you.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. <laughs> um, who's the most famous person in your phone?
1: So that's kind of unfair because I was a producer for a long time in Miami, so I have a lot of. Famous it's people true. in my phone, but I would never dare call any of them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> how many? Um, if you had, um, let's see, thirty. Let's say an hour. How many Krispy Kreme donuts do you think you could eat?
1: Uh, three quarters of one. <laughs> I, I am. I'm not a big sugar person. Uh, I I could eat an entire jar of pickles, but I it would take me a while to get through a donut.
2: Ryan Garcia, or Tank.
1: Or Tank.
2: Javante Davis
1: oh oh Javante Davis um did they finalize the fights I think April 14th I think I, I think- saw they were they were saying that they were going to fight
0: yeah I think they just but, announced yeah I mean it. look
1: like uh I I think I I like Garcia a lot but I think you got to go with Davis in the first one but
2: yeah.
1: but we'll we'll see when we get closer but yeah. fight.
0: it should be interesting Anthony we still can't hear you for some reason I don't know what's going on, but um, but yeah, I don't know. Brian Garcia, like, he's a fun, flashy guy, but I don't know. I don't, I don't think he'll win this one. I think this will be the first guy who kind of smacks him in
1: the mouth. We'll see. I mean, I, I obviously Styles make fights, so yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I, I like watching him fight. He obviously is like a very, very fla- flashy. Is a good descriptor of him.
0: <laughs> very flashy, yes. But he's- when you get
1: with a when you get with someone scrappy. Yeah. I think it, can go, it can go badly. Could but. be
0: interesting. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for, uh, thank you for joining us tonight. We can't hear Anthony. So we'll, we'll probably just end this without him. Um, but I appreciate you coming on and talking to us. Um, and we're excited to put this out. Best of luck, um, obviously in, in your career, the rest of the way. And, um, and yeah, thank you for hopping on. We appreciate it.
1: No, thanks for having me. It was fun.
0: All right. Thank you, Joy. Have a great night. Thank you. Have a good night. Right. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye
2: guys.
1: Oh, now we hear you. <laughs> oh, Of course. There, there there we go. Right? Sean,
2: I am going to sell you $25 or however much the Zoom is to get you going. I, and will get me better Wi-Fi. I'm actually in a construction area. My son's in boxing practice right here. so. Oh, nice. Uh, oh, oh, now nice. he bounces out. Oh, well. <laughs> All right. He,
0: he did that Thank to you. Thank
1: you,
0: Joy. Bye. Right. Bye-bye.